0: Welcome in Braves Today, bravestoday.com. He is Lindsey Crosby. I am Ben Taylor. Lindsey, is portions of the starting rotation for the Braves absolutely broken beyond repair?
1: <laughs> it, it Sometimes it feels like that, right? <laughs> uh, I do think that like, there's a reason that Tampa Bay DFA'd Yanni Chirinos. And, I mean, it's something... The Rays are an organization just like Atlanta that are very good at developing pitchers. And so if, if Tampa Bay couldn't figure out how to make it work, and Atlanta has not so far made it work. I mean, he has a nine three three ERA and four starts for Atlanta. 18 strikeouts to six walks. That is... You can get better performance out of guys already on the roster than that. So Yanni Chirinos, I think, is done. I don't, I, I, I don't think they'll DFA him. They may move him to the bullpen, something like that. I think he's done. But Bryce Elder is a tougher one because everybody looks at the surface stats and they're like, well, he was an all-star. He At one point he led the league in ERA. And when you look at all of the stuff around what he does, and I wrote this up last week after his start, you look at like all of the pitch movement from beginning of the season to now is in essence the same. The stuff is literally the same. Yeah. Uh, all of the, the peripherals, you know, his hard hit rate and all that stuff, like he's actually outperformed everything. I think this is more of who Bryce Elder is. And he he got he had really good luck early. He I mean, we don't like to talk about how much luck plays a role in baseball, but it absolutely does. And I think he like looking at the fielding independent pitching and some of those advanced stats, the expected stats and things like that, he significantly outperformed where he should have been based on what he was throwing early in the year and so I think right now if you're starting a postseason series tomorrow I think your starters Bryce Elder's probably not in that group of three right it's it's Freed Strider and Morton I don't think Elder's in that group and yeah. if you're picking four starters Elder still may not be in that group or he may have an incredibly short leash
0: yeah, and the thing is, is I t- it makes it look even worse. Uh, Torino's an elder because uh, you know because I sent the the text to you and I said let's talk winners and losers and the winners were even though Morton had kind of an off game he still those three starters Winans and Strider and and Morton didn't give up any runs I mean they shut them out that they were they they shut out the Mets and I understand it's the Mets I I, I totally get that however. That made Chirinos look even worse because he didn't pitch against anybody differently than the other three guys did, and he just could not get it done, and they were pitting the ball all over the ballpark on him.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it was not pretty. And the comparison, like you said, that's the big thing. That's what makes it look worse. And so I think at this point, you've seen the good and the bad of guys like uh, uh, Michael Soroka. I mean, mm-hmm. he just had a complete game shutout the other day for, for, for Gwinnett. He's had some bad starts for Garnett, but like you've seen him. You've seen A.J. smith Shaver. You can even go back to a guy like a Jared Schuster. You've seen so many other guys in here that can give you number five starts that I don't think you have to accept Yanni Chirinos. And if there's not a transaction in the next couple days, I'm going to be a little bit disappointed. I think he'd be on track to, to start over the weekend versus San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I think how good they are at – uh optimizing what they do against pitchers who struggle and platoon work and things like that, that might be a bad idea to have him start against the Giants. So hopefully by the off day on Thursday, they've made some sort of move.
0: I mean, even Winans when he comes up, and the bad part is is Winans, he struggled a little bit to begin with, but it seemed like he got stronger as the game went on. And since he was throwing a shutout, I know that they pulled him. He went through seven, is that right? And uh, they, and they threw bullpen relief in the eighth and ninth. And I was like, you know what? Up by seven, why not go ahead and throw him in the eighth? Let's put him out there and see what he does, but uh he those middle innings were way better than the first two, just sight wise I have no idea not looking at the stats in front of me or anything, but he looked a lot stronger in the middle innings than he looked at maybe nerves kicked in on him to begin with, but then you could tell he got a little weaker as, as it got on i don't I know he couldn't have gone the eighth just because he was he was giving up some hard hit balls in the seventh
1: yeah and and he talked about i mean he was drafted by the Mets, so. Yeah. It's something like you always want to beat every team. And we've had quotes from like Aussies, like we want to beat everybody, but like, it means more when it's them. And this was absolutely <laughs> one of those personal games for him. And he, you know, he gives up that extra base hit in the, se- in the seventh, and it's like, okay, this is going to be your last inning. But he showed you enough, despite his stuff not being great. He's in a similar boat to elder, right? Mm-hmm. Like his, like Wyden's fastball didn't break 90 in the start, but he goes seven scoreless innings with only four hits and two runs, I'm sorry, four hits and two walks to nine strikeouts. And so like the, the, the brewers start was two runs and four and a third innings, but I think wine has shown you that he deserves another shot over a guy like a Chirinos, Mm -hmm. you have Soroka, you have plenty of options where, I mean, do I think wine is going to win a playoff game for you? Probably not. Mm. But he's the exact kind of guy you need to get through these mid to late August starts. When you're being honest, you're kind of trying to run out the clock to get to the postseason. Like, that's what you're doing. The Braves, they don't have it locked up. They're not done. The Phillies are still legitimately a threat. But like, the Braves are just kind of waiting for the regular season to end to get into the postseason. And Winans is a lot more useful right now than a guy like Chirinos
0: is. And I think uh, Braves fans are getting a little bit nervous because, you know, he's known for, Snid is known for sticking with guys. So I, I'm like you, I'm kind of curious what Torinos does or what they do with him. Curious to see what they do with Elder because, as you just said, when it gets playoff time, you just mentioned the Phillies just a little bit ago. Is there any pressure on the Braves right now? The Phillies are a hot team, but the only team hotter than the Phillies are the Braves right now.
1: I feel like if you didn't go in and have the series that you had against New York, you would be feeling the pressure. Mm-hmm. But it's something where, like, every single. Uh, month it feels like we talk about the Braves. Oh yeah, the Braves had this uh, had, had had this record or like hey they struggled and the division lead went up by half a game or went down by half a game. And I think you just you keep playing your baseball. I don't think you have to worry about Philly. I think even Philly is at the point where they're thinking more about the wild card. And they're thinking about the division. Mm-hmm. This feels like it's 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 11 games. You have a, you have you have 11 games uh, as far as your lead, but. For the most part, don't worry too much about Philly. Play your game. Make sure everybody's feeling good to get into the postseason.
0: Yeah, you continue to win series. You got absolutely zero to worry about. That's for sure. Or even split series, these four game series. And I think that's the thing. Is a lot of yes, we can put a lot of it on Chirinos, but and I said this whenever uh, I did a a a post Pirate um, pod. Is it, it is hard to sweep a four game series? It's it's a heck of a lot easier to sweep a three-game series than to just take four in a row from somebody. It's tough to win four games in a row, period. Like, mm-hmm. not even against the – not even when you're talking about the same team, it's tough for people to, to string four wins in a row together, period. And yeah. to do it against the same team is even tougher, especially when you're having to throw a Torino's out there on the mound. As far as Wright is concerned, another rehab that he's been doing, he's still doing some bullpen sessions. Is there any sort of timeline on him whatsoever? They haven't officially
1: given one. At the deadline, they were talking about they fully intended for him to be back starting – By September. And so, being mid August, the fact he's in Florida throwing right now, I don't know if beginning of September is a realistic timeframe, but it does feel like everything we've heard, he still should be on track to be throwing uh, games at the major league level in September. I think he's going to end up being your fourth starting option in the postseason, provided he's back to form, simply because, like I said, you have enough options to get to the regular season. He's going to be a guy with a lot of the breaks you have in the postseason too. You probably won't need him in the like the divisional series. It's if you make the NLCS, that's where you need a guy like Kyle Wright. I think the Braves have long runway with him, and they're kind of keeping him. They're they're taking their time with him, right? Mm. They're not trying to rush him back. It's not urgent because the lead is so big, but uh, they are still working on him being a starter. Somebody asked about him being a reliever, and they said no. He's going to be a starter for us. Mm. It's just a matter of getting him. Uh, back into, uh, into game shape, getting him stretched back out and making sure he stays healthy. So,
0: I do need to thank uh, one of our sponsors, Ford Stokes, and the fine folks at Active Wealth. Ford, man, we appreciate everything that you do with us as well. Braves fans and, and all of us here at Braves today, it couldn't be a better fit. Ford, founder of, president of Active Wealth, host of the Active Wealth show, AM920, the answer, author of the informative book, Annuity 360, our new primary sponsor. Best part is Ford wants to give each and every one of you a free gift. His book, Annuity 360. All you got to do is go to annuity360.net. That's annuity360.net and provide your contact information. Ford's going to then send you a complimentary copy of the book. And now it's important to note Ford and his team at Active Wealth specialize in assisting pre-retirees and retirees. And Ford and his team are eager to assist you and make the most of your financial resources. By the way, Ford's registered investment advisor, Brookstone Capital Management. They've got $8.5 billion in assets. That's the kind of stability that you want in your life and your financial journey. Active Wealth Management conveniently located with offices in Alpharetta cartersville kennesaw and midtown and recently opened up their new headquarters off exit 12 in georgia 400 let them know that all of us at braves today sent you in that direction again annuity360.net uh get thanks, off of, yeah exactly thanks ford um uh, get off of pitching a little bit and let's talk about the probably the hottest guy in baseball right now and matt olson and the series that he just had as well as taking the major league lead in home runs over uh, Otani with the Angels. And Otani hasn't made up any ground, so he's, he should be two ahead of him at this point. Yeah, it's
1: Matt Olson having a career year as far as home runs. His previous high was 39 with Oakland in 2021. And obviously, he's way past that at 43 now. 107 RBIs, also leads all of baseball. Mm-hmm. And his 621 slugging um, leads the National League. And so, I mean, he's up there. 275 total bases, leads the National League. Uh, it's a legitimate conversation right now as far as who is your top three, top four in the MVP race. Matt Olsen is now in that conversation and he's done so much damage since he got moved to the four spot in the order. That's kind of the big thing that that sets his season apart. That's the milestone is once he goes to the four spot, he's been so much better than he was batting second or batting fifth he's got a 22 of his home runs are in the 43 games he batted fourth like almost
0: every other game and he's been hot as of late that's the that's the best part because a lot of people always worry about the all-star break number one going into it will it diminish a guy will he come out of it slow he has not come out slow at all uh, multiple home, you know, home run games, as well as uh, what they did. Of course, everybody was hitting the ball when they put up 20 plus runs uh, the other night and a few touchdowns. So uh, it, that it, and it was it was fun to watch. And it, actually, the Braves tied a record as fastest team to the, their their home run total uh, since the Rockies or since uh, I since I the, the stat in Discord Twins. And, uh, pardon me.
1: Since since the uh, Twins.
0: Yeah, since the Twins did it. And uh, and they needed, they as bad as it sounded, they needed that 21 runs in order to do it. So I did think that that was uh, something else. We did see him hobbling a little bit. I, by the way, Sunday Night Baseball, do some better homework. Ozzy does run balls out. The fact that y'all threw him under the bus, uh, Eduardo Perez, please stop with that. I, I, if there's anybody that's not going to be the guy seen loafing it's going to be ozzy he scored first to third on a ground ball to second i mean our yeah. first to home on a ground ball to second so stop with the he doesn't hustle may have tweaked to hammy a little bit any word on what we've day-to-day should, precautionary that they pulled him what, what was that
1: they've been talking about for now he's not on the il he's not going to go on the il this okay. is something where they're thinking it'll be a day-to-day thing from everything that we're hearing as of monday afternoon obviously like you said Uh, precautionary thing, not in the game. First time this this season that he's not in a game, Nicky Lopez started at second base, but that could also just be a convenient excuse to get him a day off. (laughs) Just like the doubleheader was a convenient excuse to give Orlando Garcia a day off and let Nicky Lopez start. And look at what Nicky Lopez did in that one game. He has six RBIs. He throws a shutout inning. He's one of four players this year to both throw a shutout inning and hit a home run in the same game. So, yeah. I mean, maybe this is just, maybe we find out if you give Nicky Lopez an infield start, maybe the Atlanta scores 21
0: runs. You predicted it. You <laughs> said, this guy is going to be a great addition. I will say, I mean, what is going through Grissom's head? Of course, it, the deal is, is options with him. But to have a guy like Lopez come in here to light it up as well as play well defensively, somebody like a Grissom's got to be down there, you know, in Gwinnett going, oh, man, this guy's totally taking my job. Like, he's the next one up if somebody gets hurt. There,
1: There's not much else that Von Grissom could have done in AAA, at least from an offensive perspective, like to, uh, to make it back to the bigs. He's batting four seventeen in the month of August. Uh, but when you look at some of what he's done like defensively, um 969 fielding percentage as a shortstop. And mm. so they, there's obviously some sort of of it's not clicking yet for him, and that's why they had to go out, they re-signed Charlie Culberson and then they go and they trade for Nicky mm. Lopez. I don't know if the future for Von Grissom is gonna be at shortstop, and I think the fact they went out and they got Nicky Lopez says the Braves don't necessarily think it is either. The question's going to be, does he stay in the infield to do something like play second on those situations where Ozzy's out? Because at second base for Gwinnett, 991 fielding percentage, one error, that's it. Mm. Or is it something where in the offseason they look to save some money, maybe move on from Eddie Rosario and put Von Grissom in left field? We'll see what happens.
0: Uh, Moving forward, I got Yankee series, and then it's going to be the Giants, then the Mets again, then the Giants again, always tough Colorado team that always plays uh, Atlanta tough and going to be on the road there in Colorado and then got to go to L.A. We talked about how easy June was. Man, August is a killer all the way into the first part of September for this Braves team.
1: And I know people are going to say, well, the Mets are bad. Well, yeah, but you're seeing the Mets for the second time in a week and a half. I don't. And we've talked about this on air and off air before, I don't know why MLB insists on you playing a team twice in the span of a week and a half. The next two weekends are Braves versus Giants. Just half of them are in uh, San Francisco and half of them are in Atlanta. And I don't understand why that's such a big deal, but it makes it tougher on the pitchers. Because if you think about, okay, you start against the Mets and let's say Alan Winans goes and he gives up three hits. Well, now a week later, those same hitters see him again. And it's like facing those hitters a fourth and a fifth and a sixth time. Correct. And so it's so much harder on your hitters. I'm sorry, on your pitchers when you face a team this quickly. Now, conversely, Atlanta gets a chance to see those pitchers again. And we saw what Atlanta did against New York, (laughs) but it doesn't help you build confidence in the back end of your rotation options and or a guy like Max Fried, who's just coming back from injury. When you face a team twice like that. So uh, it's the Giants are in the race for the wild card. Yep. The Mets are the Mets. The Rockies are not good, but you're in Colorado, which is never good. And then obviously the Dodgers who are always tough. They have the second biggest divisional lead in baseball right now. And yep. so it's a tough stretch here and you need Philadelphia to, to probably lose some games. You need to win at least your fair share of these games so that you are, you know, not having to think about, well, we play Philly what, seven times in the month of September? We don't want those games to actually mean anything. We don't want those games to be deciding the division. We want those games to be just us positioning and staying in shape for the postseason.
0: Dog days of summer continue. He is Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. Braves Today, bravestoday.com is where you can find all the written content as well as go to braves underscore today on the Twitter and hit us up. Lindsey, as always, I appreciate it, sir. Thanks for having me.